Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how to show up well for the opportunities and responsibilities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to talk about the value of mental health services and why discouraging others from using them is really not a good plan. Thanks so much for tuning in. So to be fair, in my opening, I... I didn't know how to delicately put that I'm probably going to be going off on a little bit of a rant here, not an intentional rant, and I'd like to assume that I've prepared well and that I um, come across as refined, but I will say the, the bias towards mental health interventions really just lights a fire under me. And there's some personal narrative there that I'll dive into. There's some community narrative there that I'll dive into. But there just seems to be people making, and and I'm not saying there are many people making grand declarations, but there's enough people making grand declarations that things like therapy are uh, not beneficial. And there's enough people saying that, and these are people with influence, people who lead communities. And I just believe that is such an inappropriate message to send. And so I'm going to trace through that a little bit. And I want to be clear that if you say therapy is not for you, that's a-okay. I get that. I support you. In 100% of circumstances, I would say, awesome. That's a choice, and that's okay. I do not believe it is ever appropriate to make grand declarations that therapy is for no one. And in fact, I think if you make those types of declarations, you're saying something that is really, really short-sighted, something that has to be rooted in your own biases and in your own experiences. And it is an inappropriate thing to say to people who might not have the same resources as you. Therapy is an option. It's a resource. And I don't know of a single person in the industry that says therapy is the only option. It's the only way to seek healing. But it is a resource. And so we have to be very clear that there are people who have very few resources available to them. Perhaps they're in a home context that's really damaging and they don't know how to sort through that and organize that and have boundaries. Perhaps they're going through an actual season of abuse and they don't know where to turn for that. And so they seek out a therapist to help walk with them through that particularly painful journey. Perhaps this is someone um, seeking out therapy because the communities that they trusted actually turned out to be unsafe resources for them. And good, bad, or otherwise, we can talk through many people within religious communities or talk to many people within religious contexts where they have been actually damaged or further traumatized because they went into a system seeking resources and it was not the right type of resource for them. What about people who categorically don't have a lot of friends to lean on or turn to? We have this whole interesting thing going on culturally where if you don't go through kind of the typical college experience, if you don't have friends left over from high school, if you don't get married when you're in your, you know, 20s or or early 30s, there are very few options to organically go out and build community. That's the reality of it. And so for some people, going into a microcosm community like therapy can help them learn different skills, different strategies, help them understand how to step tentatively into new spaces and into new chapters. But if you don't have positive home, positive relationships, positive friendships, positive communities in which you operate, Therapy can be for you. I don't want to emphasize that it's the only solution, but it is absolutely a solution. And for those of you that are, are against it, 
what do you want people to do who don't have the resources that I just mentioned, who don't have proper families that can help them walk towards health, who don't have marriages that are going well, who are in abuse, who are in some type of ruin because they're surrounded by unwell people? What is the option for them? If therapy is off limits, if therapy is castigated as some sort of uh, inappropriate space to occupy, what is the backup plan? And if you have any amount of influence in your world and you are telling people that therapy is not a choice, I apologize for how blunt this is, but you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong because therapy absolutely should be an option. Again, it's not the solution, but it can be a solution for people walking through all different types of seasons. And probably one of the reasons I'm personally so convicted about this is because I understand what it's like to grow up in a context where it's not a choice. Because in my story, damage happened in the early 1990s when things like therapy were taboo or stigmatized or we didn't realize the value of it. And I can tell you, having an abuse history and growing up in contexts where there is nowhere to turn with that, it is damaging and it is lifelong implications for not having somewhere to go. And so for those of you that are in some sort of melee and you don't know where to turn to and, and you have people saying that therapy is not for you or therapy is not appropriate, I'm going to encourage you to disagree and go seek out resources and do things differently, even though others are telling you that it's not a viable choice. It is a viable choice. We have such different understanding right now about what is trauma, how does it affect us? What is toxic stress? How does it affect us? What does it look like to have broken relationships? How does it affect us? How does our brain organize around things? We understand body, mind, and spirit interplay so much more now than we did about 30 years ago. And so in my own story, I can wrestle with the understanding that those services weren't available. Where I really struggle is these services are available now. We do understand these things. And to tell people that it's not a viable option for them, it's a misappropriation of your voice. It's an inappropriate thing to say, making blanket statements that this is not for anyone or this has no added value. I wholeheartedly disagree. And there is too much damage going on behind closed doors for us to eliminate one of perhaps the more helpful tools that someone can invite into their own story. Now, another place where I want to give a gentle redirect is for those of you that do use therapy services, but then choose to not share about it. I think it's absolutely fine to hold that particular piece of your life as sacred space. What I don't appreciate, though, is how many people benefit from therapy, but when the conversation comes up, they abstain from sharing that it was a value to their life. I get my inbox filled with people reaching out and saying, this is something that's helpful. This is something that's useful. Thank you for using your voice. And in my brain, while I appreciate that feedback that someone saying these things is helpful, what's even more helpful is if a whole chorus of people are saying, saying, hey, this has added value to my life. This is something that has helped me walk through some of the most excruciating things, and I've grown and I've learned and I do better because I utilize services like therapy. There are way too many people who are using these services and then withholding
withholding any sort of acknowledgement that it is of use to them. And I even have people where they will call me and they will, you know, pick my brain about something and they will try to understand the world around them better. And while I'm trying to be helpful to them, I am fully aware that if a conversation came up in the future about my message or about my thoughts or about mental health in general, these are the very people who would stay quiet. And I'm sorry, but that is a travesty. It is a travesty that we might grow and heal and have benefit and then withhold any sort of acknowledgement that we've been affected by a good service. That's an issue. How do we expect other people to heal if we hide our healing journey. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I would ask if you've used therapy and you found it to be beneficial, share that with your nearest and dearest so they see it as a viable option too. There are going to have to be people who disrupt the narrative that therapy is a a useless tool or it's ineffective or it's inappropriate. The only way to shift that narrative is for people to use their voice to say, I've gone to therapy and it's helped me. That literally is the way we push back against the shame that is surrounding mental health and mental health distress. And that stigma in 2021, it just cannot stand. There are too many pieces of learning that have happened over the last decades that gives us acute awareness that addressing our thoughts and working on our emotions and doing behavior modification can yield phenomenal benefits and add value to people's lives in extraordinary ways. And then we get into the conversation of trauma and we understand how intergenerational trauma means it will be passed down from mother to child, to grandchild, etc., until the system is disrupted. And you can disrupt that type of system by healing. And you can work on healing by using services like therapy. It literally will reshape the family line if someone's willing to disrupt a trauma narrative. That's how it works. And we understand that. Because we understand that, I want to invite you to use your voice to push back against the people who say therapy is for no one, therapy doesn't work, therapy is junk science, or whatever their argument is. If your life has been reshaped by engaging a therapeutic alliance, please use your voice to let other people know that this added value. Because if we don't use our voice for it, it will continue to be stigmatized, it will continue to be cast aside as a non-viable option, and frankly, you're doing a dis service to those in your life who need to know that there is help to be had. And I do completely get it if you are apprehensive about therapy or if you are questioning the appropriateness of it or you're questioning the validity of it. Reach out and ask those questions. I'm going to invite you again, healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Ask away. My goal and my desire is to be at the intersection of mental health and education. I have been trained well in both of those fields. That is my passion. And so if you're really kind of befuddled by it or you're resistant to it, or if you're curious, reach out and ask those questions. I would love to help work through any sort of misunderstanding. Um, clearly, I, I have my own little bias here. No, not little bias. It's, it's a pretty big bias because I understand what it looked like to walk for 30 years in a narrative shifted by trauma. And I understand what healing looks like when it enters our story. And one of the viable options for healing is therapy. And that's why I feel so convicted about it. And frankly, it's probably why I sound like I've been shouting for the last, you know, 12 minutes here. I haven't been shouting. I, I'll call it passionate. I am 
I'm somewhat of an assertive woman and, you know, it comes out more forcefully sometimes. But friends, if you're skeptical, ask questions. If you're curious, ask questions. If you've been helped by therapy, please share that with people who you know are struggling. There are reasons why movements happen and movements happen when collective voices get together and say, this is my story too. So if you're willing to lend your voice to that, it might be the very life raft that someone is desperately grasping for and your voice could be part of their journey as well. That's where we're going to end it today. Thank you so much for any time you're willing to spend with me. If this resonates at all, please feel free to share. If you disagree with me, feel free to share and let's start a conversation. That's okay too. Any sort of like or review message, whatever that looks like, guys, it is always so appreciated when you engage with me, engage with the Facebook page, engage through email. All of those things are much appreciated. And I know you could be spending time doing anything else today. So listening to my musings, hey, I appreciate you. I'll be back on Wednesday and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in.